Do you find yourself struggling to achieve everything that you've put out in front of yourself, all of those goals that you've identified that you want to achieve, but for some reason, you just can't seem to identify what the problem is that's holding you back. Well, maybe, just maybe, it's limiting beliefs. Today on the Do More Podcast, we're going to talk about limiting beliefs and really what those are and how we can convert your limiting beliefs into empowering truths. Stay tuned. Well, welcome back to the Do More Podcast. My name is Ben from benribble.com coaching, where we focus on three foundational pillars in our coaching model, and that's leadership, productivity, and organization. And now today, we're going to continue the conversation that we had uh, in our last episode regarding mindset with limiting beliefs. So let's kind of go back a little bit and review. Now, these limiting beliefs are usually formed um, through a process known as what we call scarcity thinking, and it involves focusing on what's missing and really what is not available. Now, this type of thinking can really lead to some insecurities and negativities within an individual, and this creates what we call a fixed mindset. And we talked about that before, These the two different types of mindsets. We have the fixed mindset, and then on the converse, the abundance thinking is someone who believes that there's plenty to go around and that they are able to um, get their piece of the pie, if you will. And those people... Um, are typically developing what we call a growth mindset, where they believe that where they are today is not where they are destined to be in the future, that they can grow, that they can change, that their mind is malleable, that they can um, that they can achieve anything that they put themselves uh, or, or their mind to, right? So understanding these differences in scarcity thinking and abundance thinking is paramount in identifying our limiting beliefs and really it's even more important when it comes to transforming those limiting beliefs into empowering truths. So let's jump into the definition of a limiting belief. So we're going to consider a limiting belief a false idea or a thought process that can hold you as an individual back from achieving success in your life. So anything that is holding you back, that is limiting you. And these are often results of negative experiences in your life. Usually it's a message that someone has, um, you know, has, has spoken to you throughout your, your youth, um, or those around us, you know, watching things that have happened to those around us. All of those things can lead to feelings of self doubt, or even make us to doubt our own capabilities, the things that we can achieve. Now, limiting beliefs can be very difficult to overcome. So understand that going into it, that limiting beliefs have not developed overnight and they're not going to be, um, you know, fixed, if you will, overnight. So just kind of keep that in mind. Don't, don't, you know, don't get um, discouraged if, if you struggle with these limiting beliefs, right? So we're going to talk about really three types of limiting beliefs that affect most people. And it's really about whom the limiting belief is, right? So number one, 
we have limiting beliefs about the world. And these are ideas or thoughts that limit our potential and keep us from achieving our goals. And they are based on inaccurate, typically, or false information um, that take these different forms. And, and, and again, there are three primary forms that we're going to talk about. And the first one is about the world, right? Have you ever heard the phrase, nice people finish last? right? That is what we would consider a limiting belief about the world, right? Um, there's not enough, um, there's not enough room for everyone to be successful. If everyone was successful, no one would be successful. All of those kinds of things. They're generalities that we tend to make, uh, as humans that, um, that are just not true. When you really get down to it and you you get into the nitty gritty of it, they are just not true. And they're really just there to to kind of hold you back. So number two would be limiting beliefs about other people. And I want you to understand that this is a big one that we have, and usually it has to do with trust issues. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, we need to, we need to get that out there, um, you know, up front. So examples here, it could be um, that, that, you know, you can't trust someone else because no one does a job as well as you do right? You can't delegate because you're the only one that can do this correctly. You see how that limiting belief could keep you um, from achieving things if, if you're overwhelming yourself with things that you shouldn't be doing that you should be delegating, right? So that would be um, a, a limiting belief about others. And then this is typically one of the biggest ones, and this is a limiting belief about yourself or ourselves. And this one really is, is again, rooted in self-doubt. So it's maybe we're not good enough or we don't have the strength or the stamina to achieve our goals or we always, right? If you hear that word always, that's a good indicator that this is going to be a limiting belief, right? So if you say to yourself, I always do something or I never which is the opposite of always, right? I never finish a project that I start. That could be a limiting belief. So recognize that. Now, being aware of these three different types, uh, again, of limiting beliefs about the world, about other people, and about yourself um, is going to help us recognize them in our own lives so that we can take steps to challenge and overcome them. So let's dive into how do limiting beliefs form? And we kind of we kind of touched on this a little bit, but they can be formed spontaneously. Like all of a sudden, um, sometimes they can be formed out of fear, but most often they are formed as a result of negative experiences or of um, continual um, input, if you will. Spontaneous limiting beliefs are those that arise from our own thoughts, feelings, emotions without any external stimulations, right? And negative experiences can also lead to the development of limiting beliefs if we internalize the messages that we're hearing um, about ourselves, about other people, and about the world. So, for example, if somebody constantly tells me that I'm not good at math, then chances are I'm going to start to believe that and then my abilities in math are going to suffer because of that. That would be... Um, you know, a, a limiting belief that is formed as a result of um, negative experience, someone constantly telling me something. So sometimes these limiting beliefs can come from our childhood and 
sometimes they can just come from society in general. So again, I kind of talked about how um, you know limiting beliefs can be formed or can be um, from you know something that you've heard a teacher say or a parent say for for many years, right? All of these things are ways that we can develop limiting beliefs. Now, when it comes to the impact, and hear me when I say this because this is important, when it comes to the impact that limiting beliefs have on our lives, the self-sabotage, the negativity, the, um, the stress, sometimes crippling stress that these things can cause is real. Don't underestimate it. And the beauty here is that we can identify these limiting beliefs, these things that are holding us back, that are causing us this self-doubt, this crippling stress. These things we can identify and we can change. That's that growth mindset that we've talked about. We can change these things. All right? So let's talk about how we can overcome our limiting beliefs. Believe me when I say it is a process, and it's going to require from you both time and effort. Again, I said earlier, our limiting beliefs weren't formed overnight. They're not going to go away overnight. And it's also very important to remember that it's never too late to change your perspective and start believing in yourself again, because I believe in you. You can believe in you as well. There are several ways that we can attack our limiting beliefs head on. And I'm going to give you um, a few steps here of things that you can go through to really help you identify and overcome these limiting beliefs. What I'm going to encourage you to do is journal through this process. For every single limiting belief that you identify, journal it, write it down. Okay? So number one, first step that I want you to do is recognize that a limiting belief exists. The first step is recognizing, simply recognizing that it exists. And once you've recognized it and you've identified it, it's possible now to take action on it. And we can examine how it affects every day in our life. What does it mean for your goals? How does it affect your goals? If you got rid of this limiting belief, what could you achieve? How does it impact your relationships? Once you have a clear understanding of the limitation, that's when you can begin to work on breaking free from it. So step number two then, we're going to identify the source of the belief. And one of the easiest ways to overcome limiting beliefs is diving in to find the root of the belief. Where does it come from? And here are a couple of questions that you can ask yourself that really will help you identify this and get through this step here. Um, now, this is not an exhaustive list, of course, because um, I've only included three things here, but this gives you an idea of what you, what you should be doing here. Ask yourself, have I always thought this way? Have I always thought this way? And if you say no, think back to when did this start? When did I start thinking this way? When did I begin limiting myself with this belief? Here's another question. What events in my life, or maybe in others that you're observing from the outside, has led me to believe this? 
Have I saw something happen in three or four of my friends' lives? You know, um, maybe, um, maybe you have three or four friends who were married and then they got divorced. And you think to yourself, it's inevitable. It's going to have, it's going to happen. Uh, you know, because you start to have this belief that everybody that you know gets divorced. So then that must mean that you're going to be getting divorced as well. Friends, that's not true. That's not the way this works. You can come back from that. You can change that belief. All right. But that's one of the things that you can, you can identify how maybe it, it, it's something that has happened in other people's lives that you've created a limiting belief for yourself because of that. Okay. Um, is this something that I've been taught or is it something that I've heard all of my life over and over repetitive? You know, again, we're trying to identify what is the source of this limiting belief. So I, I do want to warn you that sometimes it's not possible to pinpoint the exact source of your limiting belief, but a rough understanding of how long it has been influencing you is very important here. All right, so let's move on to step number three. Challenge your limiting beliefs, right? Ask all kinds of questions. Um, test it out. Challenge your belief. Here's where it's important to write it down. I'm telling you, sometimes when you write down these beliefs and you reread them and you look at them and you see them on paper, you think to yourself, how did I ever really believe that? It's so silly. But yet it's something that has been limiting you. So write it down right? And then if, if that's not enough, then start writing down the reasons that you believe this, but then challenge them. Is always one of the words that you used when you were writing down why you believe this, right? Everyone I know always gets divorced. No, that's not true. I can guarantee you that there are a few people in your life that haven't gotten divorced. So change that. Change the way that's written. It's not always. It's some people have. Change it even farther and say, I know several people who have not gotten divorced. Right? Things like that. Um, and by challenge, challenging our thoughts regularly, never stop doing this. Always go back and challenge your thoughts. That's, that's important. And we can develop more accurate perspectives on our life and our actual capabilities if we are doing just that, okay? And then step number four, be mindful of your thoughts and your behaviors. Another key element in overcoming your limitations is always being mindful of those thoughts, mindful of those limitations, mindful of your behaviors. When we are mindful, we present, uh, we are present, excuse me, in the moment, and we can observe our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors without judgment. Friends, this is a critical skill for improving our overall mental health and well-being, as well as our productivity. If you find that you frequently struggle with limiting beliefs, it's important to seek out resources and support. And there are many people that can help guide you through this process. Some of them include friends, family, a life, business, or leadership coach, or even a professional therapist. 
By taking the time to identify and overcome your limiting beliefs, you can achieve goals and live a more fulfilling life. No question. So here are a couple of practical solutions, um, and they include creating new empowering truths to overcome or to um, contradict your limiting beliefs, forming new habits, and finding a good support system. And those things can make all the difference. So let's, let's kind of jump in a little more detail on each of those. So when it comes to um, creating empowering truths, really what you have to do is you have to identify that limiting belief first. So uh, again, you, you've got to start there. You've got to identify the limiting belief. But from there, that's where you're going to reverse it. You're going to turn it around and you're going to change it into something positive. Okay. So in the example um, that we were using about someone saying to you your entire life that you are not good at math. You've been, you've been hearing that your entire life. And as, as a natural consequence, um, you have struggled in math throughout your academic career. Um, and you, you're thinking back to yourself, why? Why do I believe that? Why do I believe that I'm bad at math? And you identify the fact that it's because you were told that you were bad at math. Well, friends, now it's time to change that mindset and start telling yourself, I am good at math. I have a critical mind that understands how these numbers work. It may take me a little bit longer than other people, but I can solve math problems. I am good at math, right? These mantras, these, these changes in your mindset sometimes need you to verbalize them. So don't be afraid to do that. So that's the first one there is change your limiting belief into an empowering truth and then let go of the limiting belief and always um, repeat the empowering truth. Now, the next, um, the next solution, if you will, that I have for you is to create some habits. Now, habits are formed over time and help to shift your mindset. And if you can be successful in a habit, then it's going to start to change your mindset that, oh, yes, I can do this. Oh, yes, it is possible. It's possible to gradually shift the mindset from one of self-doubt to self-confidence. And I know that you can do that. It takes time. Again, I've said that all along. It takes time, but you can do it. And then the third solution, and we kind of touched on this before, um, was make sure that you have a strong support system in your life. It's essential for overcoming limiting beliefs that you may have formed um, in your lifetime. And it provides accountability for developing these new healthy behaviors. Maybe it's changing your empowering uh, to your empowering truths. Maybe it's someone that's going to hold you accountable to say no. That is a limiting belief. Find your empowering truth, right? Someone to call you out on those things. That's an accountability, um, an accountability partner. Um, maybe it's someone to encourage you to develop new and healthy habits, right? And believe me, these these um, support groups or these these individuals can come in many different. Um, arrays or facets in your life. It could be family. It could be friends. Maybe you have a really good friend that would be um, a good accountability partner. Um, maybe you're going to pay someone such as a mentor, um, a coach, 
um, or even a professional therapist, as we said, to kind of hold you accountable, to let you talk through some of these things. Though, ultimately, it is your responsibility. You have to seek out these people. You have to identify what's holding you back, these limiting beliefs. It comes back to you, but you don't have to do it alone. Now, by implementing these strategies, friends, we can create an environment that fosters lasting change in our lives and helps us to break free from those limiting beliefs. Even though these limiting beliefs can disempower and prevent us from achieving our goals in our lives, recognizing how they are formed can help us to begin to challenge them and reclaim our empowering truths by taking ownership of our thoughts and our understanding and how they shape our behavior, we can break free of the mental blocks that are preventing us from living our fullest life. Do it. You deserve it. With just a little bit of effort, we can overcome our limiting beliefs and live a life of greater purpose and meaning. Now, friends, I have uh, included a special gift for you for listening all the way through this episode. And I've linked to it um, wherever you're listening um, or if you're watching on YouTube, it is linked below as well. But you'll simply go to benribble.com slash communicate and you're going to find a guide to how to properly communicate. And this can be very helpful when it comes to communicating with others um, in your support system. How your limiting beliefs are affecting you, how they can help you with the limiting beliefs, and maybe even give you the opportunity to be that friend or be that um, colleague or mentor that listens to someone else and becomes their accountability partner. Maybe it's a reciprocal relationship where you can help each other out. This communication guide will be super helpful for you in that. Jump over to benribble.com communicate to download that today. Thank you so much for hanging out all the way to the end of this episode. As always, don't forget to make today a great day.